If you spend a lot of time complaining about your offensive line and your receivers, you don't have a franchise quarterback. Giant fans spend a lot of time bemoaning and lamenting their wide receivers in the line. I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. Those words, of course, were from Colin Cowherd. They were on Monday. This is Tim. This is Online Big Blue, bringing you the best New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. If you didn't see his video or his uh, podcast or whatever it is, um, someone uh, James Williams sent it to me. And I usually don't watch Colin because I'm, I'm not a big Colin fan. But some of the things he does say make sense. And some of the things he says aggravates people because it's honesty. And that's kind of what we do here. It's honesty. And you know what? I, and I've said it a million. There's a small segment of Giant fans that just... Oh, what I got to say, you really don't want to hear because honesty ain't too high up on your people priority list, right? Honesty? You want honesty? Sorry about that. I jumped in and interrupted Superman. Um, but you know what? There's honesty and, and there's just things that people just don't want to see because they have their rose-colored glasses on. They have their rose-colored panties on over their head. And, and, and that's a problem. And, and to the idiots in the comments yesterday that told me, and I love it because I didn't respond, because, and I should have, but told me that uh, the wide receivers that Daniel Jones has are so terrible that, and I, and I mentioned Phil Simms and Eli Manning, and they're like, well, Phil Simms had great wide receivers. I'm like, okay, if, if, listen, if you, if, if you want to talk giant history and you want to talk giant history with me, don't be stupid. Okay, because I'm going to shred you. Outside of Mark Bavaro, who did Sims have? Mike Sherrard, Ernest Gray, Lionel Manuel, Solomon Miller, Byron Williams, Bobby Johnson, Tom Mullody, Dan Hasselback. We could go on, we can go on to Phil McConkey. We can go on the entire lineage of Phil Sims and the wide receivers he didn't have. Because Will Phil Sims, outside of Bavaro for his three plus seasons, did not have anyone that you would consider big time in the league to throw to. And because the fact that I point out things about Daniel Jones does not mean I'm bashing Daniel Jones. It's called I'm being honest. And if you can't do it, if you can't do it, and you can't look at it, look at it, and you can't deal with it, then fucking leave. Go away. Nobody cares because your opinions don't matter because you can't be honest about something. I give Daniel Jones credit and people are like, oh, what are you, how are you bashing Daniel Jones today? It's like, you know what? Maybe you should listen before you leave an idiotic comment. Maybe it's a possibility. And I'm sorry. If, you're, if your starting quarterback is averaging 213 yards a game, both rushing and passing combined, those are good numbers if this is the mid-90s. I should say late-90s, mid-80s. 70s. Those are good numbers. But this is 2022. This is the 21st century. We need Buck Rogers. Learn your giant history before you open your mouth and say something stupid. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Because someone that's been a fan that only knows Eli Manning, like I said, I go back to Craig Morton. And a lot of people need to Google that. So shut up and grow up. Okay, I want to talk about our old buddy Dave Gettleman. I got to give the New York Post credit because they 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 piqued my interest about this. And you know, it's one of those things. It's it's almost like can we start redefining Gettleman's drafts? Can we can we now start taking a back and I shouldn't even say redefining. Can we start regrading Gettleman's draft? Because Gettleman, for all of his faults. He may have, if you look back into history, it may not have been the drafts that were his issues, it may have been the coaching staff. It may be who he was in reference to who he brought in as coaches that did not help cultivate 
this this team. And I've said that a million times before. I did I have not liked the Giants coaching staff for the last four years. I, I I've been a vocal proponent of them, or you know, of them being fired multiple times. Hated Shermer, hated Judge. You know, I was not a big fan of Pat. I was not a even when Patrick Graham was successful, I was not a big fan of Patrick Graham. I mentioned I mentioned that a million times before. But maybe the problem Gelman had was his 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 views on coaching personnel and not his draft class. Because if you take a look at it, you go back. You go back to 19. You go back to the gold jacket pick, the hand of God. The football mecca. You know, and you take a look at it. And and you say, okay, well, 19, you know what? You you right now you've hit a home run. You've hit a home run with Saquon Barkley. You really have. And and, and that's 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 that that's something that you have a, a transitional player now. You have a guy that if you you have a guy that literally at the running back position is carrying this team. Is carrying this team. That's something to say. And then you jump into the 19 draft. You got Daniel Jones. I think he's gone from an F to a C plus. And I think you have, I, I think, and even, like I said, go listen to Colin Cowherd. I, even he said that Dable is squeezing every ounce of talent that's out of, da- that's there in Daniel Jones. He may be endearing himself to his fans with the toughness because he had a bloody hand. Even though we talked about how young blood played for the Rams in the Super Bowl with a broken leg. Emmett Smith played with a uh, dislocated shoulder against the Giants in the playoffs, but hey, whatever. You never, you know, bloody hand is bloody hand. His he statistically is not a 2022 quarterback, but you know what? He's doing what the team is asking him to do, and right now he's not making mistakes, which, which is what we need to do. Which he needs to do. He needs to not make mistakes and manage the game and hand the ball off to Saquon. That's it. So I've taken him from an F to a C plus, you know, and Dexter Lawrence, Dexter Lawrence is, is, is turning himself into something. And it's funny that he's blossoming more with Leonard Williams out of the lineup. He really has. He has 17 pressures and three sacks. And including the, uh, he had that one that knocked the Packers out of field goal range. He, of course, if you go by the Venable Pro Football Focus, he's the fifth ranked defensive tackle. But he's really he's really stepped up. He's really he's really put up a gear. He really has. Now the problem is you're gonna have the you got DeAndre Baker in that draft, and that was and that was the, the the part of the you know I mean that you got you got DeAndre Baker. But then you also have O'Shane Zimenez. Oh Shane, can you see who's actually doing something? There may be some value in O'Shane. I like I said I have an O'Shane Zimenez jersey, which I bought my rookie which I bought his rookie season. I may rock that jersey. To the game on Sunday against the Carolina the Carolina Panthers. I'm sorry, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I got Carolina. You know, I got Carolina Panthers on my mind for a reason because I saw some idiocy on Twitter, and I really got to stay off Twitter. People are like, "We need to trade for DJ Moore. We could give him this, or we could give him this, or we can give." Okay, I mean, okay, kitties. Basic math time. You have three million dollars in cap space. He he has six million dollars in salary left. He has six million dollars salary. Three million dollars. There's a three million dollar gap there. And I don't think the Panthers are going to want to get rid of their 26-year-old wide receiver. They're probably going to try to move on from Robbie Anderson. 
just makes my head hurt. Uh, but you know what? You you still, you know, like I said, you, you got o- O'Shane doing something. You have the Julian Love, who's now the starting safety and one of them 15 captains. You got Darius Slayton, who finally came out of the dog. I always think Darius Slayton was in the doghouse. I don't know why. I don't know why this regime was so much in love with David Sills, well, dangerous David Sills, that they did not see what was in front of him with Darius. I've been screaming about Darius Slayton since training camp. But that's okay. And then if you jump over to 2000, like I said, the best picks that I've seen in the 2000 draft were, of course, Andrew Thomas. Zero sacks, six pressures. He's, again, with pro football focus, he's the highest graded offensive player. Boy, Chris, Chris Collinsworth is making money out of that crap. Uh, but he, he, is, he is the big reason that Saquon is being Saquon of old. He is, he is that reason. He is that guy that just two years ago, a majority of Giant fans wanted to dump because they thought he was horrid. It's the same thing with Evan Neal going on right now. It's the same thing going on right now. But he is he is a home run. He is a slam of a pick. Then you have Xavier McKinney, the only player who was on the field for every defensive snap. He is a guy that is doing what he needs to do. He is a guy that blitzes. He is the guy that roams the defensive backfield. He blitz, you know, he he does everything. He breaks up into that. He broke up the fourth down pass. And then you have Darnay Holmes. Now, Darnay Holmes had had the summer of all summers, but you know what? His play is not um, his play has not stepped up to that level, but he's solid in the slot. You have Tay Crowder. Take well, I can't say anything about Tay Crowder because Tay Crowder to me, you you don't go out and you don't sign AJ Klein, you don't go out and you and you don't bring back you, you know you, you don't you don't bring back you don't bring back a player and then you also don't go out and Jalen Smith if you're happy with your inside linebackers. But you know what he he's still he's still doing what needs to be done. And you still have Cor- uh, Cam Brown and Carter Coughlin, who are special teams extraordinaires. You got Matt from Connecticut and st- and uh, Shane Lemieux still on the injuries list. So you had a pretty impressive draft in 2020. Now, 2021 is where it gets murky. It gets murky. Can I, can I, can I, can I work it? Uh, Kadarius Tony to me, is, is, is just, he's just Kadarius Tony. I mean, I, I, I. I, I have nothing personal against the kid, but you know what? I can't grade you if you're never on the field. Aziz Ojolari. Starting outside linebacker, he's he's injured right now again. But you know he had a great rookie season with the eight and a half sacks. Aaron Robinson uh, is an expected starter, but you know what? Aaron Robinson to me is always a step behind. He's a slot guy, but he's still on the team. Uh, Rodarius Williams and uh, <laughs> <sighs> Rodarius Williams and Smith have yet to come out and contribute anything. But you know what? Brightwell had a game tying uh, touchdown his first one. You know who who did not get concerned when Saquon Barkley went out. I mean, who didn't get concerned? Who didn't? Who didn't freak out a little bit when Barkley went out? But it's one. It's you know. It's um. It's just. It's just one of those things. He's 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 on the team. He's contributing. So maybe the problem with Gelman was not his draft. Maybe the problem with Gelman was his free agents, and maybe the problem with Gelman is his his ability not to find the correct coach or get the right guy to take the job for the Giants. I think those. I think those are the. I think those are the things that, you know, that, I mean, like I said, I was never a Gettleman hater. I, I tried to just, not justify, but I tried to rationalize some of his moves and some of those moves you couldn't, like I said, I was never, I understood the OBJ trade, but I I didn't get it, understood it, but I didn't get it. There's there's a difference between getting it and understanding it. Um, 
but you know, it, it's it's one of those weird things that maybe his problem was who he was picking as a coach and his staff. And we got to kind of go from there. Uh, DJ Davidson suffered a sprain MCL uh, against the win. He was injured over in the third quarter on a punt return play. Why you're starting defense 10 is returning punts. I don't know. And the punt team, I don't know, but that's okay. Giants signed Robert Foster from the practice squad. He spent the, t- uh, he was with the Giants. Um, he was with the Giants, right? You know, some, you know, most of training camp. He's a two-time national champion, 6'2", 196 pounds, played in 30 games, regular season games, with seven starts in Buffalo and with the Commanders. Spent some time with the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Um, you know what? It's it's one of those things that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Giants are winning. They're not they're they're winning in um they're winning in interesting ways. And we got a little bit of luck, and it's a little bit of bad luck for the Ravens, but the Ravens are going to be without uh, Marcus Williams, who uh, he's the safety who injured himself pretty seriously, I believe. Significant playing time, they're saying, in their 1917 win over the Bengals. That's a good that's a good news. That's a good news for the Giants. Because of the fact that not that we're ever gonna get anyone behind the safety, because that's just not the way we play. Um, but you know, that's 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 some that's 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 taking a big piece of their defense off the field for us. So you know what? You got you gotta you gotta take a look, you gotta hope, you gotta kinda go from there. We're gonna have a lot we might do a nighttime stream. Everyone keeps asking me if I'm gonna do a nighttime stream. Uh, I'm not into doing nighttime streams because I got so much going on in life. I like every like everyone else. It's it's difficult to find an evening to do an evening stream. That's why we usually do them in the afternoon. But we're gonna try to do. I think we'll try to do a nighttime stream this week, maybe around eight or nine o'clock, probably about eight o'clock. Um, but you know, we're gonna kind of go from there. And again, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, subscribe. If you're green, that belly thing with the news, that'd be awesome.